Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sportcast, and we are back on the podcast for you guys today. Guys, you know, it's been a tough schedule, but we'll have Leafs talk for you guys today, promo school tomorrow, and then another Leafs talk on Friday, and then we'll get back to that Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, back next week. But we are joining my dad today, and we're back finally. You know, we took a little bit of a break, but it's time to get back to this swing of things. And there's a lot of stuff to talk about for both podcasts. But first and foremost, dad, how are you today? Uh, doing great. Uh, hello, everyone. All right, guys, you know, now, you know, it, 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 we're approaching the Stanley Cup finals. We've seen Colorado get into the Stanley Cup finals. You know, I do feel bad for Edmonton. I do feel bad for Mike Smith and McDavid. You know, Mike Smith didn't play his best goaltending, but we're, we're, we're actually surprised, though, uh, I think over here that the Oilers made it this far. I kind of had an idea that they're going to make it this far, but, you know, they didn't make it this, they didn't make it to the final four. They were the, they were the fourth place, you could say, finished team. And, you know, they should be proud of what they've done this year. And I think with a few moves, they can be easily back next year. Um, but with the Leafs, you know, there was some big news. Um, you know, we did land from our flight. And as we landed, obviously, on that um, Sunday, Dad, you know, the, all the alerts come in. The first thing that we saw was Mark Giordano. You know, Mark Giordano resigned. That was huge. And then later on in the week, um, Jason Spezza announces that he is retiring after 19 seasons. Um, he will join the Maple Leafs front office as a special assistant to Kyle Dubas. Um, you know, we did predict this. I did at least say I thought he would be back, but in a manager role or like, you know, in a front office role. But I thought that was one. And I thought that I thought truly that he would come back because he was so close to a thousand points. He was very, very close. He was five points away. And, you know, I thought he would probably want to get that because I think he could easily play another season. But what do you think that, you know, J Jason Spezza retires? He loves Toronto. He's going to obviously want to win a Stanley Cup, you know, with Toronto and being in the front office. He'll definitely, you know, feel feel great uh, pleasure if he wins the Stanley Cup with us. But, you know, he does retire and uh, he's going to be in the front office. What do you think about him and his and his career? Well, look, you know, I'm, I'm a little disappointed uh, with the Leafs management and uh, not signing him uh, to play another season. Yeah. Uh, as you said, you know, so close to uh, right. you know a thousand points. Um, I think, you know, I think he would have been okay with uh, with you know it doesn't have to be like an everyday role. Right. Right. Um, you know, uh, maybe you know take a game off, play a couple of games, take another. So uh, I think a thousand points uh, is, is a huge milestone. Right. Um, I think they should have given an opportunity. And and to be honest with you, uh, you know, I'm sure Jason probably wanted it. But, uh, you know, uh, they probably just said, look, you know, uh, we're not going to extend any contract out to you. But if you want this role, uh, you know, to whatever. So uh, otherwise, I can't see anybody uh, that competitive uh, at that level, uh, that great of a player, not wanting to, you know, get to a thousand points. Uh, so it, it's, it's a very disappointing. Um, but uh, I don't know, you know, sometimes... Uh, uh, just over the years, I've seen Leafs just do these kind of moves that just don't make any sense. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, I, I thought for sure he would just come back. And I'm, I'm disappointed in this team that they couldn't get, like, they couldn't go anywhere. Like, I, you saw his first year, I think his first year was like the whole COVID when they lost to, you know, Columbus. He thought, oh, my God, like, this hurts. And you saw last year again that in Montreal, it hurt him badly. He was speaking up and, and to start the third period in that game seven, and he looked devastated. And even in this game, like, 
uh, I, like this was a really good chance for this team. I know we're going to keep saying that, but that's the story of the Leafs. You know, it was a really good chance, another good chance, and they couldn't get it done. And they probably feel bad on themselves too, but you know what? He's still in the front office. You can still get it done. And if they ever win the Stanley Cup, I'm sure that they're going to show this clip all over Sportsnet, TSN, Jason Spets a hole in the Stanley Cup for the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, he, he's a great player. I thought he could play, uh, as you said, you know, he didn't have to be an everyday player. I thought he could easily play another season on that fourth line. But you know what? What does that leave for a guy like Wayne Simmons? Like, he's signed for another year. I don't know. He's probably going to be there with Clifford. I don't know what they're going to do with that fourth line with Colin Blackwell as well as a UFA, but... They've got some thinking to do, as well as Ilya Mikheyev, who's rumored to be asking around 3.5, which they cannot afford, and I don't see him being back. But speaking of guys being back, you know, Rasmus Sandy, there's trade rumors around him. Now, I know why there's trade rumors around him and Jake Muzzin, because the Leafs have, if you think about it, five left shots, but one can play the right side. So they actually have four left shots. You've got Riley, Giordano, obviously, Muzzin, Brody, and um, Sandine and Brody obviously plays on the right side and Lily Grimm will play on the right side. But out of those two, out of those four, I think there's only two that they probably move. And that is Jake Musner, Rasmus Sandine. I don't think they're going to trade Rasmus Sandine because who's going to trade a young superstar defenseman in the making? It doesn't make any sense. He can be really good in this league. Um, but, you know, the thing with a guy like Jake Muzzin is, you know, I don't know where he would really fit on teams. You know, he could go back to Calgary or sorry, LA, or he could have go to Calgary because of the whole Daryl Sutter, you know, they want to stay in the cup together. I don't know. Maybe he goes back to LA's former team. I don't know who they can get out of this, maybe a forward, um, but there's a lot of stuff, trade rumors. There's not really that much on it. I think it's just fan speculation at this point, but nothing too big on those guys. Um, but another rumor is JT Miller. Um, I know we talked about it, Dad, you know, the whole JT Miller at the trade deadline, should they trade for him? I'm, I, I'm not sure if it was the right move. You know, I think right now, if they were to make a trade, I think they're going to have to lose a defenseman and a really good forward prospect or reverse a really good defensive prospect and a forward. Um, but I don't think I'd make that move. But what do you think about the Leafs, you know, potentially trading away young players in this offseason or a guy like Jake Muzzin to potentially make the team better? Because... I don't think that's the right move. I don't think you need a big splash move. I don't. I think you just need to get a really good goalie. And if they can find a really good goalie, you know, Jack Campbell, he's probably not going to resign. I heard that there have been no really discussions of an extension. He wants $5 million. They want to offer $3.5. He's been linked to the Devils. He's been linked to the Sabres. I don't think he's going to be back. But I think that you don't need to make these big moves and these trade packages and these, these fans making like these moves. I know everyone's excited, but I don't think you need this big of a move. I think you really just need a good goaltender. Look, if, if the Leafs are going to, you know, trade uh, a young, uh, you know, star in the making in Sandine, yeah. um, you know, they may as well listen to your uncle and trade Matthews as well. So, you know, it would be ridiculous because this guy is going to be a star. I think he's going to, you know, be, be one of the main guys on this team, uh, young and upcoming team. Uh, so, you know, that would be a really, you know, foolish. Um, yeah, I, I don't think uh, <laughs> Soupy's back. Yeah. I think uh, he's gone. I, you know what? I, I, I'm not too disappointed that if he's gone, uh, you know, you've had uh, two goals at it. 
And uh, mind you, look, you know what? He he held his own in in, in game seven yeah, yeah. for us. Like he this this playoff, I I don't really blame him. Uh, it, it was just you know some bad bounces, some uh, key goals by some of their key players that just kind of buried us. Uh, which you know we thought we had those uh, players you know added on, uh, but uh, they just didn't come through. Um, but uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think I think they're too far apart as far as the numbers go. Yeah. So I think uh, they, likely, you know, yeah. he, he may be uh, he may be gone. Uh, JP Miller, I think what is it, six million a season, I believe. Uh, yeah, and he, this is his final year too on the contract, so you know he's going to want an extension. So I don't think, yeah, as you're saying, I don't think it's yeah. the right move. No, I think it's uh, yeah, I don't think that's happening. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, I yeah, I hope they don't. Uh, um, you know, with Sandine, Sandine, uh, I hope uh, you know, they, they don't trade him, that's for sure. Yeah, and I, I don't think you should because, yeah, he, he's also an RFA. People are worried to make it offer sheeted. I don't think he's getting off sheeted. You know, the Leafs have some decent room, especially how could we forget Peter Mrazek, you know, his contract, I I, I don't know. You know, they've, they've rumored to want to move his contract and focus on Campbell, obviously, but I've heard the Chicago Blackhawks are interested in Peter Mrazek. So please, you know what? Even uh, even if it's a mid first round, mid sorry for uh, mid pick for next year, I would take that. Clear his three point five. It gives you room. Now there's goalies out there on the free agency side. Like they, they, there's been rumors. There's always going to be rumors. The Leafs are probably linked to every player at this point. But Darcy Kemper, Flurry, you know, those are big ones. Ville Husso on St. Louis, he's going to get a lot of attention, I've heard, in the free agency market. And you know what? He may sign here because St. Louis has got him and Bennington, and I don't think they're going to keep both. Um, so I'd expect one of them to get moved. And, hey, maybe Toronto's one of them that can get a young goalie like Ville Husso. Um, Carter Hart, you know, there's been stuff about him on Philadelphia, the Canadian goalie who hasn't really lived up. Um, but, you know, he did show when, when they got to the, I believe it was 2019, or 2020, whenever they were really going far, the Philadelphia Flyers, now they've just been, I don't know what's happened to them, but they have really regressed. But, you know, there's a lot of options right there, but it's all speculation. Like, it's tough to see where the team's going to go, especially with the playoffs still going on and the finals approaching, um, because you don't really know where they're going to go. There's a lot of players that are going to be thrown out there, but Right now, I think it's just a lot of coaching changes being made. You saw the Bruins fire their head coach, which, you know, I'm a Leafs fan. Obviously, we're Leafs fans. I'm shocked and happy at the same time because I think he's a good coach, and I'm surprised. You know, they lost in Game 7 in the first round. I'm really, really shocked with this decision. I don't know where they're going with the Boston Bruins, but you know what? I, 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 I don't even know what to say on that. Like, that, that was really shocking to me. But, Dad, you know, the last thing is, if you were to make one move in the offseason, would you – if you get one free move, would you use an upgrade on the offensive side, the defensive side, and the goaltender side? Which side would you make that move? Look, to me, if there's one move that they can make all season is do not make a stupid move in trading any of the top four core, uh, getting rid of, you know, your young defenseman that's going to be a star. Yeah. I think that's the biggest move that the Leafs can make this offseason. Um, you know, I think... We, we, we're just kind of, you know, a couple of pieces away from, from going deep into the playoffs, if not winning at all. Um, so I think, you know, I don't think there's anybody they can bring in to say, okay, this is going to get it done. Because we've seen it over the last few seasons, mm -hmm. uh, bringing in late guys and, and nothing really gets done. Yeah. Let these guys stick it together. They've, you know, went to battle together. 
they know what you know what every year it's a learning curve what it's going to take i think they're realizing that uh, you saw it on their faces i think that's the biggest move they can make is don't make one of those stupid moves to say okay let's get rid of these let's make a drastic change because we do not as you said earlier need anything you know major to this team um you know you mentioned a couple of goalies i think flurry i think maybe a little bit too old to bring bring in now yeah. Um, maybe, I don't know, as, as, a, as a backup, if we would ever come just to sort of, you know, uh, help out with, with, with the, you know, the, the mental aspect of what it takes and, you know, yeah. he's been there, he's done it, uh, uh, something like that. But, uh, yeah, it's just, I think that's the biggest move they can make is don't, you know, go after the core, uh, do not trade away any more young prospects. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they, I think they, you know, they're, they're, they're going to figure it out. I think, uh, you know, as I said, they, they learn every time and, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's coming up, man. It's coming there. They're going to pull through. So they just need to bring in a couple of guys that, you know, will score that, you know, Be one cool. tough goal just yeah. to help the team. And, uh, and uh, that's all we need. Yeah. Like you saw that. And I completely agree. Like that Nick Paul game seven, he scored two goals on Toronto. The both goals for Tampa, like, like, it just like it, it went from such a high in this city, like game one, five, zero, like everyone was like, Oh my God. But I think people knew that, you know, five, zero, you got a gift. We got a gift and Tampa is going to bounce back. And they did, and you know what? And, and if they were to win another cup, you know what? They deserve it because this, this is a really good group. And, you know, they got really, really bashed when they got swept in the first round in 2019. And what a comeback story. They won 2020, they win 2021. They could potentially win 2022. The season, the series looks like it's going to be two, two as the game finishes today in game four. Um, and I think it's going to be Tampa, Colorado, but like, it, it, I completely agree. I think that if I were to make a move, I just up, like get a decent, not decent, but a goaltender who's going to make you, saves and be consistent throughout the season and give you a chance to win because I thought that there's a lot of games this season where the Leafs had chances to win but you had to like they had chances to win one game and then the next game they would have no chance to win where they have to score at least five goals like I was not really happy with that goaltender stretch in in the in the early 2020 end of 2021 um, little little break there that they had I was not happy with the goaltending there. You know, a lot of people said that they needed to get a goaltender. You know, Campbell did come out strong, obviously, in the playoffs. But I, I don't think that's needed. Like, you really don't need that that whole strout. You know, the Leafs had, if not the worst goaltending average, and they were still a 115-point place team. Like, if you have solid – like, I know people are saying John Gibson – you know, his numbers aren't that good, but people are saying, why would you trade for him? You know, he, doesn't, he really doesn't have a crew in Anaheim, like defensive crew that, 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 that could actually help him and make some, you know, crucial stops, make some crucial defensive plays. But he's still got a, like a 9-13, 9-15. Um, but if I were to make a move, I think it'd be that goaltender. I know Campbell, you know he's such a nice guy. Like it's like stuff like that. Like he's such a nice guy. He's great in the locker room. You can obviously tell, but you know, at this point, I don't even care what happens. I just want them to win. Like I'm, I'm just tired of this. You know, I think that this is literally the last chance this big core has. And I think that they kind of know that people came after, you know, the core and then, you know, how much they're getting paid. JT had a great playoff. I don't know why people are, you know, he, he, he started off slow, but he had a goal basically in game six I think he had two actually. Um, and then he had um, a goal in game seven that got taken back, which we can talk about that for, for days, but 
he's played well. You know, Nylander didn't have a great series, but he came back. He finished strong. Matthews, Marner, unreal. Like, this is a really good team. I know, you know, this game seven loss didn't feel that bad because it, it almost felt like the Leafs didn't get as made fun of as I thought they would. Like, the fans and all that, it, it wasn't because everyone knew that this is a hard-fought series. It could have won either way. You lose 2-1 in a game seven, which you should have scored more. You should score more than one goal at home. But it didn't go the way that they wanted to go. Um, I think that they're, yeah, as you said, they're not that far off. It's not a big move away. You don't make a move for the sake of making a move. Like that's literally all I'm hearing. You cannot do that. I think you just need to get a goalie and, you know, let's see what the season plays out, how this plays out. It's a long road. It's going to be a long summer. You know, I'm, I'm, I wish the season started next week, obviously, but I just want them to get out there and, and play hockey. And I know everyone's going to be, excited when they come back around the corner you know a lot of stuff about the suits in toronto and the playoff games that was not the case you saw a lot of fans and people that went to the game too were like that was the craziest most electric game i've ever been to and you know i I love to hear that obviously um and hoping that you know they're going to be in the same spot next year they're going to be a playoff team and it's just about getting it done at this point you just got to get it done but you know, any, any last words for today, Dad? You know, there's not that much going on in hockey. I think a wrestling one tomorrow is going to be jam-packed. There's a lot of, there's like an injury bug going on in professional wrestling. But, you know, Spezza obviously retired. The rumors floating around there and, and you know, who they're going to target in free agency. But any any last words for, for the Leafs talk episode today? Look, I just want to say, you know, as far as Campbell, yeah. um, you know, okay, yeah, he wants $5 million. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know what, like you got to, I mean, regular season and all that don't really matter when it comes to, right. you know, <laughs> so you got to look at your playoff. You have not, you know, took, taken this team uh, past the first round in the last two years. Uh, maybe, you know what, if he really wants to prove that, okay, you know, I'm your guy, you're going to, you got to pay me, sign a one-year contract for a little bit less. And say, okay, you know what? I'm going to sign it. I'm going to prove it next year. And then, uh, uh, you know, if he's if that confident in his game to be asking for $5 million a season or 5.5, I think, whatever it is that he's asking. But, um, and, 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 and then, you know, go on from there. Have faith in your game and, uh, and, and, and go from there. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I think they can get it done with him. But, uh, I mean, you know, to, to, you know, not have any success in the playoffs and then to ask, uh, you know, uh, five million uh, per season, I think, is a bit much. Um, so I think, uh, you know, if 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 he wants to, uh, he should sign, you know, maybe like a one-year contract, and then and then if he does well next year, then you know he's going to get paid, and they would have to pay him. If not them, he'll get paid somewhere else for sure, right? So yeah, uh, I think uh, that's you know maybe that's that's the approach they need to take. Uh, and then, uh, oh, Rangers have just scored. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then go on from there. Yeah, and, you know, I- I'm glad that, you know, it's just Jack Campbell because it could have been Morgan Riley as well. But I'm glad that he signed early on this season because he's going to be a leaf for the rest of his career. And he, I love the way, I just love the way he speaks in the, in the media because you know Toronto media. But, like, uh, there's so many people just throwing out so many, like, rumors and speculation. But, this is a really good team. The most wins they had on franchise history, 60 goal score. Like this, this off season, I think that they're going to look at players that not really fit, you know, their, 
what they're thinking in terms of skill. I think you need guys on that third and fourth line, like a Nick Paul. Like, I hope they get a guy like Mason Marchman that in the big time games, you know, they even had a guy, I forgot who his name, what his name was, Justin Williams, I think. They used to call him game seven, you know, in game seven, he shows up. Like, you need those kind of guys that when it comes to playoff time, they're going to show up and relieve some of that pressure on the big boys because the big boys still did show up. Um, you know, even David Kampf in this series, like he was scoring so many goals, David Kampf. And that wasn't a great signing. So I think that I'm confident in what Kyle Dubas can do. Like he signed a guy like David Kampf and not that many people talked about it. You know, 1.5, 1.25, 1.5. What were, what were easy thinking people are saying? And he showed really, really great play this season. That great third line, a defensive, yeah. really good team. I think that, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Andre Casa, but I think you just need one of those kind of guys on the, on the bottom six. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's like, you know, when, when the series are this tight and goes deep into like six, seven games, what happens is uh, teams will lock down on your main stars. Yeah. That's where you need that one guy on the third or fourth line uh, to come through, you know, that can, you know, that's when, you know, doing, you know, defensive work all, all series, but then, you know, come through. And that's just what we're missing. We just didn't get that goal at the right time. Um, you know, in, in game seven, uh, as, as you know, Tampa did in game six and other whatever. So that, that, that's what we're missing. Uh, and, and I think if we can get that, we know our big boys, you know, came through large. Uh, so it's, I'm not worried about, uh, you know, them. So uh, that, you know, that's, that's what they just need to uh, get, get a piece like that. And uh, we're fine. Yeah, completely agree. Um, it, it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting off season. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do, obviously. Um, and, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this team. They've just got to, I think you got, you know, you know what kind of players they're going to move out and you know what kind of players that they need to bring in and, and who wants to come and play here. And I think that, you know, especially with that Giordano contract, and I think there's some players in the free agent market who actually want to play here. And I think we'll see that and they'll sign. And maybe there's some guys out there that'll take a discount and, and come play for the, for the Leafs, but We'll see how it plays out, obviously, with the Stanley Cup Finals about to happen. Not that much news that's going to obviously surround the, the free agency market and the trade news, but we'll stay up to date on the podcast. Uh, more wrestling talk for you guys tomorrow, and then a Leafs talk on Friday. Thank you guys for listening today, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks, guys.